This episode of Locked on Women's Basketball is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. You are Locked on Women's Basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hello, women's basketball fans. Eric Lindsay Ayala here bringing you another episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. You may also know me from the show Locked on Kraken, where I'm covering the 32nd National Hockey League team for the Locked on Network. Hope you give me a follow over there. We've got free agency happening, and it's getting wild in the Pacific Northwest. Anyway, today on Locked on Women's Basketball. I'm going to take you to the media room so you can hear from some of the USA basketball players, Chelsea Gray and Stewie in particular. Uh, You're going to hear from them after the win against Australia, setting them up to play in the medal rounds. And uh, I'm going to get you ready for all things... The women's basketball bracket. You've got the United States taking on Serbia and France taking on Japan in the semifinals. So again, that is the United States and Serbia tonight at 9.40 p.m. PT. So that's uh, 12.40 Eastern time. I had to do a little mathing there. Um, but let me uh, let me first break down the quarterfinals because if you miss, I feel bad for you if you missed the quarterfinal matches other than the United States, Australia, because that's really where it was at. Belgium, Japan, China, Spain, uh, France, just fantastic. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic basketball. I mean, Serbia, obviously. Um, Fantastic basketball. So that's what I'm going to do for the remainder of this block, if you will. In the next block, you'll hear... In the next block, you'll hear from Chelsea Gray and Brianna Stewart about... And Brianna Stewart about the Australia game and the United States advancing... And finally, we will close out the show giving you a little bit, little bit of a preview. What do we need to know about the teams competing in the semifinals and what's really on the line? A lot of people talking about the Super, Diana Taurasi getting five gold medals. Um, a lot of people talking about the United States going for another consecutive medal. But I think we really should be talking about Asia Wilson. So much to the fact that I wrote about it for On Her Turf. So we'll talk a little bit about that and get you ready for the United States against Serbia. All right, as promised, I want to go through the quarterfinals. First and foremost, Kate and Monica are crushing the game. I'm just so thankful that I know Kate Scott Uh, that I know Monica McNutt, and they give me something to aspire to when eventually I get behind the microphone, fingers crossed, uh, to call some hockey games. 
you know, Auntie's still a free agent right now, but uh, hoping I can land a gig back with women's hockey. But more of that, probably not ever on this podcast again. (laughs) But let's go to the quarterfinals. Again, the United States versus Australia. A lot of people, including the fantastic Monica McNutt, billing this as, ooh, is it a revenge tour? Remember, the United States lost to Australia in a tune-up in Las Vegas before heading to the Olympics. The big difference, and I do mean big difference, is that there's no Liz Cambage. And then the second big difference is the United States when they're kind of playing around versus the United States when uh, they are playing in an elimination game in the actual Olympics. So here's what you need to know about that game. The United States... The United States defeated Australia 79-55. And I know I told you we're going to talk about Asia Wilson, but this was... Very much so uh, a Brianna Stewart show. She was among the starters with Asia Wilson, Sue Bird, Diana Taurasi, and Brittany Griner. Now, Taurasi, for those who may not know, seemed to exit uh, the last game the United States had um, with an apparent injury, but um, is back in the lineup. But let's talk about Stewie. And, you know, I had someone come all up in my mentions because I wrote about Asia Wilson. And Asia Wilson does have the best stats. The only time Asia Wilson is either tied in top stats or um, is second in top stats, the person who is right there with her is Stewie. So, no, I don't feel bad writing about Asia Wilson. And I'm never going to completely ignore what Stewie is doing because she'd be putting it down. But let me explain to you exactly what Brianna Stewart was able to do. She put in a team leading 23 minutes and 29 seconds in the game versus Australia. She led the team also in points, 23 points. The next highest point total, Brittany Griner which you actually you actually love to see. Griner is a player that I thought maybe could have been more of a bubble player to even make this roster than a lot of people um, might be comfortable saying out loud. But, I mean, the truth and the facts are facts. Um, other top performers in this game, uh, total rebounds, you have... Sylvia Fowles and Brittany Griner getting it done. Griner with eight, Sylvia Fowles with seven in um, assists. And you'll hear from the point god, Chelsea Gray, about that a little bit, including her court vision. She was asked about that a lot post-game. Um, Stewie also had two block shots as well as Griner. So defensively, you'll hear the United States, and you probably have seen this, the United States talked about defensively, this is one of their better games. That is the truth, Ruth. But again, I talked about a piece that I put out for On Her Turf. I'm doing Olympic coverage for On Her Turf, in case you didn't know. Go check out your girl, a.k.a. Auntie. Um, (laughs) But I put out a piece uh, talking about, essentially, if you came just for the Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi show, 
then you're staying for the Asia Wilson show. I mean, in a nutshell, that's what I'm talking about. But ultimately, it's a piece talking about how Asia Wilson, the impact that Dawn Staley has had on Asia Wilson is is allowing her to excel at all to excel, excuse me, at all levels. But uh, I wanted to go to some statistics here. She, Asia Wilson, is the fourth leading scorer in the entire Olympic tournament. Um, This is uh, according to the FIBA stats. She is tied with three other WNBA players, Emma Miesman with um, Belgium, Astundu with uh, Spain or, or Chicago Sky, and her Las Vegas teammate, uh, Park Jisoo, uh, we would say Jisoo Park, but in the Olympics they go with surname first, and she's with Team Korea. All of those players have two double-doubles on the tournament. Of those players, Emma Miesemann, Astudu, and uh, Park, Asia Wilson is the only remaining player in the tournament. All others have been eliminated, so she has... The capability to take over the number one spot when it comes to double doubles. Asia Wilson is averaging 17.8 points per game, 8.5 rebounds per game, 2.2 assists per game in 54 caps. I think it's hilarious that they call it caps too. I just think of caps as such a soccer thing, but either way, it is international basketball. Again, you're going to hear from Team USA coming up in the next segment but let me just i i don't know have y'all been i hope y'all have been watching not just the usa games but all of the games and i'm not gonna lie the usa games they put them on at the first game of the overnight and i i just i can't always do that y'all but i am so glad that i caught the quarterfinal games between japan and belgium and france and spain japan came from behind to defeat Belgium 86-85. Let me tell you, Julie Alemon, Emma Miesemann, Marstag all looked great in this game. It was unfortunate that Belgium couldn't get it done. They had an opportunity to get the last shot, but it fell short. Heartbreaking. But Japan advances and has the potential to um, win a medal now on home soil. So congratulations to Japan. They just played a lot like what you see um, in Japan in all sports. They just played a, they played their game. They stayed calm, cool, and collected. So gambare Japan. Congrats to you. España versus Viva la France. Oh, another one. 70, excuse me, 67-64. France beats Spain. Maite Cazorla, if you're an Oregon Ducks fan, I've been a Maite fan since she was with the Ducks. I'm, I, I love, I love Maite's game. And she had such a fantastic game. But there were two plays down the stretch where Maite, maybe the pressure of the Olympics got to her. One is she received a pass. It was a, a, a pass getting her to the corner because she was lights out from the, the three-point arc. Um, 
and she maybe took her her eye off of it and it drifted a little bit wide um, but she fumbles that ball goes out of bounds then the second play she pulls up on a shot on a three-pointer and leaves it short probably could have taken a better shot or maybe did a a, a a pump fake or something but it's ultimately France so congratulations to Maureen Johannes and of course Gabby Williams for advancing so just to set you up because we're going to talk about the United States the rest of the way out for the women the semifinals are as followed it's the United States versus Serbia and Japan versus France. Of course, the two winners will advance to the gold medal game, and those who fall in the semifinals will play each other for the bronze. And um, I'm excited. I'm excited. I think Japan-France will be the closer matchup, but you never know. A few notes. A few notes. Of the four semifinalists, the USA has the most Olympic medals, 10 overall. Eight of those are gold, one silver, and one bronze. France has a silver medal from 2012. Serbia won bronze in 2016. And Japan's top finish was fifth place in 1976. So Japan, with a win over France guarantees themselves a medal on home soil. If they lose to France, they still have an opportunity to win their first ever Olympic medal in women's basketball, but they have to win the bronze medal match against who, whomever the loser between the United States and Serbia was. I am anticipating that the United States will win that game, but you never know. Stranger things have happened in the Olympics although usually not on the women's side. All right, coming up next, you're going to hear from the point god and the reigning MVP of the finals. Not the season, folks, but the finals, Brianna Stewart. Let me tell you about my favorite family-owned business, rockauto.com. Why go to a brick-and-mortar store and have to fumble through whatever inventory they carry on site and then go online anyway when inevitably they don't have what you need? When you can go to rockauto.com from the comfort of your home, of your car, not while you're driving it, though, or wherever else, and find all the parts you need for your make, for your model, and get the prices that you want. Prices are the same if you're a do-it-yourselfer as they would for any manufacturer elsewhere. RockAuto.com is the place to be. You can find tail lamp, brake parts, um, and and carpet if you need it. You can find it. And we want you to go to RockAuto.com and type "locked on" in the "How did you hear about us?" box so they know we sent you the family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years rockauto.com has an amazing selection reliably low prices and all the parts your car will ever need that is again rockauto.com um joe borchow we'll go to you next joe well, good morning yes good morning from the east coast here back in the states uh, in terms of the game against Japan, how are you guys allowing Asia to kind of be yourself and take one of those leadership roles on the floor? Because I can imagine for our first-time Olympian, 
playing with everyone on this stage, you could be hesitant, but she seems to be embracing that role and you guys seem to allow her to facilitate that as well. Yeah, I think we're we're trying to to do our best to make make sure Asia is comfortable and put her in uh, the best possible positions to succeed. Uh, and at the same time, she's coming in and she's she's making hustle plays, she's rebounding, she's doing the little things that um, don't always show up on the stat sheet, and and that's what we need. And I think that you know for her to just have that confidence is something that's super important. Thank you, uh, Rafiq Lewison. Hey, Brianna, congratulations on the win tonight. I just want to know, like, since both you, you and Asia Wilson managed to create a combination of a double-double with points and rebounds, how effective was that in the win, especially since you kind of allowed Japan to hang around? Yeah, I mean, I think that the rebounds is the thing that's that's really most important in, in majority of these games because once we're able to rebound the ball, we can get out into transition and we can uh, play the way that we want to play. And we knew that Japan was going to try and shoot a lot of threes. A lot of things would be long rebounds. So the fact that we were able to clean up the boards pretty good um, was huge and was part of the game plan. Next up, Landon Buford. Hey, Stewie. Um, what do you think the team has learned as a whole during these first two games um, going into the next round? I mean, I think what we've learned over these past two games is these teams, they don't stop, you know, no matter if the game is possibly out of reach, uh, they're not going to stop no matter what, um, because, you know, the way that the, everything breaks down for the, the point differential, the standing, stuff like that, um, it's all really important until, until the last minute. And then at the same time is, you know, everybody wants to make us uncomfortable because obviously if we're comfortable, we're really hard to guard, really hard to stop. So we need to continue to kind of play with play with one another, uh, continue to make sure that ball is moving and somebody's going to get a great shot. Hi, Chelsea. Congrats on the W. Thank you. Big night and assist for you. One that sticks out is the dime to Brianna with two minutes left in the second. Can you tell me what was going through your mind at that moment? It was almost a half court pass. Um, I saw her a little bit early that uh, she was posting up a smaller guard. Um, and so I just needed to get it in a good spot so I didn't turn the ball over or um, there wasn't any help side and she will be able to go up and finish. And uh, so I know she can go get the ball and, and go get us a bucket. Awesome, great court vision. Thank you. Next we're gonna find a Franklin, sorry. I can't speak anymore. <laughs> Thank you, guy. Hey, how you doing today? Good, how are you? I'm well, I'm well. When you hear 50, 53 straight Olympic wins, what does that mean to you? Legacy, um, a standard that USA Basketball has set. Um, it's a lot of great people that's come through this program. Um, some that's still playing, you know. Um, so definitely a legacy, a standard, like I said, and achieving excellence, you know, is the level we have to play at and good people. What does it mean to you to get to the semifinals after all the criticism that y'all face with getting to the Olympics? Um, block that out, you know. <laughs> it's one and done. It's kind of a live or die situation, and we knew we were going to come to play today. And um, so we'll enjoy this win, but get ready for the next one. 
and just keep playing our game and playing free. Doug Feinberg, you're next. Hey, Chelsea, uh, there's another assist you had, I think, in the third quarter, wherever it was. You drove the lane and dished it off. I don't mean around a player. I don't even know how you got it there. Just as a point guard, does the game slow down? You can just see things that are there before they happen, so to speak? Yeah, there's different reads and things that I that I see or I heard a switch or something that I just pick up on. I have no idea like where it came from natural <laughs> ability. I was blessed with it, uh, seeing some things that are ahead of time. It also comes with experience and playing, uh, playing the game. But today we were just, you know, going off of each other, moving well in right place, right time. Thank you. Um, we'll go to Cheryl Coward with Hoop Feed next. Hi, Chelsea. Um, everyone knows, of course, the U.S. has uh, a lot of size, depth, and talent. Um, and throughout this the tournament, the Olympics so far, we've seen uh, glimpses of all of that working together. But today it seemed like it was kind of like the first time where it showed uh, the team is really, uh, I don't kind of uh, keyed into to the, you know, that you're going to be in possibly in the gold medal uh, uh, game. Um, do you feel like the, the synergy was the better today than it has been in previous games? It seemed like the team was just really working together really well. Yeah, I think you, were, you see improvements each, each game. We're able to get practice time, we're able to prepare, and then go on to the next game. And so it's kind of a laser focus on each game is important. Um, we don't look want to look too far ahead and not too much in the past, but just stay in the moment and stay present and do what we have to do to win that game. And the rest will take care of it, will take care of itself. Um, so that's kind of been our mindset. And to briefly follow up, you mentioned laser focus. Your passes are, are laser focused. Do you feel yeah. like uh, your other teammates are always ready to, to catch those amazing, amazing passes? I mean, you, there was that one that was uh, missed under the basket, but it was it was a beautiful pass. Uh, yeah, I think my teammates know that a pass may be coming at any moment, and so they're ready for it, and it's just a matter of me executing the play at the right time and then finishing the bucket or getting fouled. Um, so it's a give and take. Thanks. Good luck in the court, in the semifinals. Thank you. And we'll, uh, Rafiq Wilson, you're next. Congratulations on the win, Chelsea Gray. Thank you. I just want to ask you, like, this game was literally old before it got started. One of the main reasons is you capitalized a lot on the ball movement. How effective was the ball movement in today's win compared to earlier games during the Olympics? I think we were just playing off each other super well. Like, the ball was hitting the elbows. It was going side to side. People setting good screens. You know, you can see the chemistry and camaraderie just flowing, um, especially just right off the tip off. And that's going to be important down these stretches. Um, that was one of our like best starts that we've had. If it probably was the best start that we've had um, since we've been playing here. And it was just a different feel. Of course, it's live or die right now. Um, but it was just everybody playing off, playing off of each other. And Brittany Griner led the team with a game high 23 points. How effective was that for your team in the victory? She's a force in the paint when um, she's going to work. And so people have to pay attention to her. And at the same time, if they're not, we're, we're going to feed her the ball. And um, nine times out of 10, we're like, it's going to be a bucket or something good is going to come out of it. 
and it allowed for the defense to suck in at certain points and she would kick it out and then we would go to something else or we would repost. And so when you have that target down there, you got to get her the ball. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, we'll close out this media availability. We're going to throw it back to Doug Feinberg. Chelsea, I think you were on the squad that played Serbia in the qualifier last year. Just what do you remember them and what are your thoughts going into the game in the semis? Um, very versatile. You know, you have one player that's bringing down the ball. They'll be sending a pin down or they'll be receiving the pin down. Um, very versatile with their with their four players and three players. Uh, as they set good screens, play off of each other. They play hard. And uh, so that's a, that's kind of what I remember names and we had Dababish, you know, Sonia. So the people that's been there for a long period of time. Um, so I know they're going to, they're going to work and uh, we have to be ready for that. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you everyone for joining us today. We will see you. Thank again. you. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. We've got free agency on the NBA side. We've got free and free agency for the NHL. There's so much going on, not to mention the Olympics, but you can head over to betonline.ag and check out all the great sporting news, the sign-up bonuses, and contest information for whatever matchups you are looking to make a buck off of. And let me remind you that if you use promo code Locked On, you can get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So sign up today. You can use your mobile device. You can use your laptop, your desktop, whatever you got, and head over to betonline.ag. Use promo code locked on and get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All right, all right, all right. Let's preview this semifinals matchup. The United States versus Serbia at 1240 Eastern time. Friday morning. One Saturday. No, that's the wrong. That's the wrong. Okay. Uh, a few notes. Serbia is the only team among the final four that did not advance out of Group B. They finished second in Group A. Uh, with their 72-68 victory over our North American friends, Canada. Um, an 85-70 loss to Spain, and they beat South Korea 65-61 to claim the number two spot. Um, so they were able to outperform Canada and South Korea. Both of those teams had some players you may, re you may know from the WNBA. Um... Okay, the FIBA world ranking for Serbia is 8. Their best Olympic finish, I talked about that in the last segment, is bronze, or earlier on the show, is bronze in 2016. All-time Olympic finishes, Tokyo is Serbia's only, it's only their second Olympic berth. So whether they win against the United States or if they lose to the United States and end up winning the bronze medal, that means that Serbia has the capacity they have the potential to go two for two as far as getting two olympic medals in their only two olympic appearances the united states and serbia have only played each other um 
one time. And the United States has that win. They met in the preliminary round of the 2016 Olympics. It was a 110-84 victory in favor of the United States. The all-time record across all major international events still favors the United States 4-0. Players to watch, Yelena Brooks, 13.5 points per game, 3 rebounds per game. She leads Serbia in scoring. Yvonne Anderson, 11 points per game, 5.3 rebounds, and 3.3 assists per game, is someone who is new to the Serbian national team. And Sonia Vasic, 11.3 points per game, 7.3 rebounds. Uh, Sonia is another double-digit scorer. Uh, Anna Dabnovic, Dabovic is another player that potentially we want to watch. Who are we expecting to start for the United States? Probably the usual suspects, Sue Bird, Brittany Griner, Brianna Stewart, Diana Taurasi, and Asia Wilson. Remember, if you want to check out my story at Asia Wilson on On Her Turf, check out the show notes. Um, okay, what else do we need to know? Oh, here's a fun little milestone. If... The United States end up playing this game and in the gold medal match. Tina Charles will play in her 100th game in a USA basketball uniform. And Brianna Stewart will hit number 99. That, to me, is fascinating. I think it's fascinating that Brianna Stewart has just as many games, almost, as Tina Charles in a Team USA uniform. Again, she has almost as many caps. That, I don't even, Brianna Stewart was a WNBA rookie in 2016. She went from UConn to the WNBA um, to the Olympics and then to overseas. Like, it was this wild ride of a rookie season. And she and was with an injury. She tore her Achilles, you know. And still has as many, almost as many caps as Tina Charles. So in that article I wrote about Asia Wilson, I was saying that Asia Wilson is a part of the future. The other player that I make a case for, you know, subtly, because I wanted to focus on Asia Wilson, it's Stewie, folks. A lot of people don't like Stewie because they feel Stewie gets more attention than Asia Wilson. I think that statement is true, and I think Stewie deserves all the shine she gets. And I think Asia Wilson deserves more shine than she gets. All of those things can be true, and as far as my money goes, all of them are true. So that's what we're working with here, folks, just so you know. Just so you know. All right, we're going to get out of here, though, soon. I just want to give you a few other updates. I think I've talked about it before, though, on the show. We've got um, Commissioner's Cup coming up. I'll probably talk about that. Let's get through the gold medal match, and then we can talk a little bit more about that. Um, there's going to be a W25. You've probably seen some people tweeting about it, but I will be a voting member selecting the 25 top players in all of WNBA history. So I'll talk more about that. Ooh, Crystal Robinson is going into the New York Liberty Ring of Honor. Woo-woo. 
So we have lots of things to talk about, but we'll get into that next week. As always, thank you for listening to Locked on Women's Basketball. You can follow the show at Locked on WBB on Twitter. And you can follow me, one of your hosts, at elindsay08. That's E-L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-0-8. And if you miss my voice and you want to know what I'm talking about throughout the week, then follow Locked on Kraken. I am the new host of Locked on Kraken, your podcast for the Seattle Kraken MNHL team. Until next week, much love, much light, and I will talk to you on the other side of the semifinals of the 2020-21 Summer Olympics in Tokyo. Betting on basketball doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team, favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.